Hello and welcome to the Success Secret Podcast with Rosso Santalev. I am excited to introduce you to a series of conversations with some of the most successful and inspiring individuals from various industries. My aim is to dive into the stories behind their success and explore the knowledge, strategies, habits, mindsets, and wisdom that have propelled their success. Each episode of the Success Secret Podcast will feature a different guest who will share their unique journey, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they have learned along the way. I will also be covering topics from entrepreneurship and innovation to leadership and personal development. Whether you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or just someone looking to improve your life, the Success Secret Podcast is for you. My goal is to bring you valuable insights and inspiration that will help you achieve your own success in business and life. So get ready to learn and be inspired. The Success Secret Podcast starts now. Well, hello and welcome, Success Secret Nation, to this episode of the Success Secret Podcast with your host Hussein Talib. In this episode, we are going to be talking about how to reach your next level in your career, business, and life. So with me here in this episode, his name is Zach White. He is known for changing the game in career coaching for engineers and technology leaders. He will show you how to crush comfort zone and create courage. He worked with hundreds of leaders at top companies worldwide to achieve breakthrough results and escape burnout. He is the founder and CEO of Oasis of Courage, a fast-growing company with unique and proven coaching programs exclusively for engineers. Zach, welcome to the Success Secret Podcast. Oh, it's awesome to be here. Thanks for having me, Hussein. Awesome to have you here on the podcast, Zach. So first of all, because this is the Success Secret Podcast, I want to ask you what does success means to you and what do you see other people get some mistaken ideas about what success is or could be? To me, the foundational piece of success is that it begins inside of myself. It begins inside of you, meaning the definition is something that comes from within, not from something external. And where I think I've gone wrong in the past, and happy to share my failures, but I think I see it with a lot of my clients and other people I talk to, is we look to an external benchmark or source to define success for us. You know, some some magazine or, or the company we work for or our parents or family, uh, a close friend, and we see what they're doing or what they say success is, and we just copy and paste that definition of success into our own life. And to me, ultimate success is when I'm creating and ultimately living the life that I have dreamed up, the lifestyle that I want to create, the vision from within myself, when that becomes my reality, that's success. So if that's being CEO of a Fortune 100 company, great, if that's authentic for you. Mm -hmm. If that's being a stay-at-home mom and raising a family of five children and just loving on them and raising them well, that's amazing. That's success. So that's the biggest piece, Hussein, is it's got to come from within. And if we're using sources from outside ourselves to create the definition, I feel like we're going to be set up for a lot of pain in our life. Yeah, this is what happens. A lot of people when are they are looking at multiple uh, things in, outside of their lives, social media, other people, they start comparing themselves to others. And this is not, it's, it's good that you want more, for example, more money or whatever, but it's not good to compare yourself to other people because there is different journeys that they have than yours. So there is a lot involved in this 
this issue. So you have to focus on yourself and your own journey to it. That's very mm-hmm. important. Yeah. So now you, you, you are an engineer or you worked in engineers, engineering companies. So what? Yes. Why did you have this idea that you want to, let's say, quit the, that side of life, of your life and create a company? Well, you're right. I have my mechanical engineering degree from Purdue, and I went into Whirlpool Corporation uh, and had a variety of engineering roles and actually was quite successful. But Hussein, the thing that changed for me is that at one point in my career, I started slipping into a downward trajectory in terms of my energy and how things were going at home. My marriage started to, to struggle, and I experienced, in the end, a really deep rock bottom burnout moment that for me ended in divorce. I was depressed. I was embarrassed. And asking that question, like, how did my life end up here? I was this successful engineer. I had done so well in school. Everybody told me I would be a success. And in my mind at that moment, I was a complete failure. Well, fast forward a little bit in the process of healing from that burnout and the grief and the pain of that time of my life, I discovered a lot of things about where I had believed some lies and had wrong strategies about how to do career in life. And I applied that differently in the future and actually had even more success after that rock bottom than before, working less hours, happier than I had ever been, remarried to now you know, my wife today and woman of my dreams and everything in my life moved up. It was extraordinary. And there was a point back in 2019 where I realized there's so many other engineering and technology leaders at all levels who are making the same mistakes that I did or who feel stuck, frustrated, and burned out and need help with these, these mindsets, these strategies, these tools, and ultimately to take action, not just to think about it and know it, but to do it. And so I fell in love with coaching and I fell in love with helping other people do this and ultimately took a huge risk to walk away from a really successful career path mm. to go build a business built around helping other people not make the same mistakes that I had made. And so I would say it was my calling. I just didn't know it until after I had gone through all that. Yeah. So you made that, you made that, you are still kind of in the same atmosphere, maybe engineering, but you transport to transport it into the other side of things, which is helping people in their businesses or careers in that regard. So how did you deal with that? Like, was it when you made, let's say, the leap from working for others, let's say, to working for yourself? Was that scary for you? What crossed your mind back then? You're saying it was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's be honest. Engineers, myself included, tend to be a little more introverted, uh, a little more risk averse, more skeptical, more careful, You know, always calculating things and looking for those right answers in life. And when you walk away from a big organization working for someone else in a system that has been working for a hundred years and you go out on your own with no team, starting a business from scratch, it's a completely different environment. And some of the skills are incredibly useful and they translate well, but there's a whole new set of skills and challenges that come with starting a business. And anybody who's done that knows it's not something to take lightly. So it was extremely terrifying to me because there was so much unknown, right? Engineers really like 
to operate off of the known. <laughs> and even as we solve problems in engineering school, it's like, well, what are the knowns? We literally call them that when we're solving homework problems. It's like, what are the knowns in this problem? Well, starting a business, man, the knowns are like squat and the unknowns <laughs> is everything else. And so, yeah, I was super scared. And all I knew was the vision. I knew what I wanted to build, but I didn't know how to build it. And those first few months after I walked out the door and I no longer had that big steady paycheck, I call it the morphine drip of the paycheck. You know, it's like a drug. It just keeps you addicted to those, those companies. And you, yeah. you get off the drug of the paycheck and suddenly it's like, oh my goodness, I'm watching my bank account go down. I'm not making the money. The business isn't working yet. Of course, you know, it's like three months. I've, in my mind, I'm supposed to have a thriving business in three months. Like, boy, was I wrong. And um, yeah, so many new things to experience at that time. But I'd be lying if I said I felt confident and, and was crushing it the whole time. I was I was pretty scared. Yeah, yeah. Like going out of this, like you mentioned, this comfort zone. You know, you are going to spend this amount of time and you are going to be getting paid to a place where you don't know basically how much you are going to get back and return, yeah. especially in the amount of money, because eventually you you need money to put food on the table, which is the basic necessity for any human being, I assume, unless yeah. other people eat rocks. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that that's very important and courageous to do. Like, but also, did you had some kind of a plan for it? Like, did you had let's say some people support you in a positive way or other people who, ha who had negative thoughts around that because these things affect you like in in, in a certain way that either encourages oh, yeah. you or discourages you to do certain things did you have these people around you at the time totally to, you know let's talk about plans and people i think those are both important to your point so on the people side first fortunately one of my best friends his name is dave an amazing guy you know, he's an entrepreneur and has been running his own companies for a long, long time. And so Dave was an absolutely massive support for me to say, hey, I believe in you. You can do this. Let's talk about your business plan. Let's talk about the finance. Let's talk about legal. Let's talk about hiring. You know, I had that resource of somebody who'd already done it as a mentor and as a close friend to support me in those early days of the business. And I'll just say it very bluntly. Don't start a business and isolate yourself and be a lone wolf. Get that mentor, get somebody who's done it before to go and take questions and sometimes just be honest about where you feel stuck and you don't know what to do. That was a huge resource for me. Mm. On top of that, Hussein, I actually, um, maybe it's five or six months after I left my job as I was building the business, I also hired a business coach who had experience building companies exactly like the kind of company I wanted to build at Oasis of Courage. And I hired him and, and learned and developed and used his system to help accelerate the growth of my business. And that was a really scary decision because it was a huge investment of money. And I already was watching my bank account you know, go down towards zero. But it, you know, the whole thing about entrepreneurship it's called ROI, return on investment. You, you don't get a return without an investment. And so you're either going to trade your time to go figure it all out on your own, and you might run out of money anyways, or you can buy the experience of somebody who's already done it and save time. Mm. 
And here's the lesson in entrepreneurship. Time is way more valuable than money. Mm. You can always go get more money, but you can't recover the time. Exactly. And so that was huge for me. That yeah. was huge. So that's important, like having the courage to make the leap because every goal, let's say, that we want to set, if we have not done that before, it takes some kind of uh, leap of faith in ourselves to do that because if we keep postponing things tomorrow or the next week or the next month, like as you mentioned, time we cannot get back, but money we can get more if we, for example, improve our service, sell to more people and these kind of things. But time we cannot get back. So that's very important. Mm -hmm. So how do you, let's say, if someone asks you today, what should I do in that regard? Should I, let's say, uh, jump into what I want to do and do what I dream of doing? What would you say to them, for example? There is no single path. And I think everybody wants to know the right way to go start their business and be successful quickly. And the fact is, and I've I've had the conversations, I've read the books, I've talked to the entrepreneurs. You can find every point on the spectrum of a of a success story and of a failure story. So people who waited 10 years of planning before they started their business and they saved up two years worth of expenses and you know they did it that way and they were successful and people who quit with no plan, no money and a dream and they ended up making it work. And so it's really tough to answer the question you're saying because somebody says, well, what's the right way? It's like, well, what, what do you wanna optimize around? That to me is the question. How do you want to experience the transition into entrepreneurship? If, if safety and security matters to you, first of all, maybe we need to reconsider entrepreneurship because that's, that is not the definition of entrepreneurship. But, but if you want it to have less risk, then yeah, let's save up a longer runway of cash. Let's put a more robust plan together. Let's launch the business as a side hustle first. Go prove that you can make money you know, on nights and weekends before you quit your day job, mm. right? And you can mitigate some of those risks. Exactly. On the flip side, if what you really want is the fastest possible return and you want to go on an adventure and you're the kind of person who's willing to sacrifice whatever it takes, awesome. Like you don't have to wait for anything. You can start tomorrow, start now. Like, so that's the thing. I think you need to really invest some time into getting to know yourself and making that decision. What am I willing to give in order to get to the dream that I have with this business? Yeah. And why am I willing to give that up? Why is it worth it? You know, Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meanings, one of the famous books of all time, he talks about, you know, with a big enough, a strong enough why, man can endure any how. Mm. So all of the roadblocks and barriers and, and garbage that you're going to face in getting to a successful business, if the why is deep enough, you can get through it. But if the only reason you're doing this is because you'd like to be rich, well, so does every single person I know. <laughs> so it's like, that's not enough. Yeah, There's yeah. got to be a bigger, exactly. bigger thing. So, so it's important, do you think, to have some kind of passion to solve other people's issues and problems? Because like in general, like in, not in general, like 110% of the 100% want more money. So <laughs> but, Exactly. But, exactly. But, yeah, but. The issue is like uh, any business owner or entrepreneur or any 
person in their uh, place of work, let's say, they should be passionate about finding problems and solving these problems. Here's, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Here's how I would describe it. Because sometimes we get a little confused about, do I need to be altruistic? Like it's, it's uh, I'm in business just to improve humanity and make everybody's lives better. And like, what if I really do just want to make money? And I understand that sentiment. So here's how I would frame it. You need to be passionate about creating value, value that solves a real problem. It's okay if that value is not necessarily what we might consider for the common good or altruistic. Like maybe some people disagree. Like here's a great example. Some people don't like the marijuana industry. Yeah, it's like, oh, I disagree with that being a legalized drug, but lots of people are making money doing it. Well, you're creating value through that business model. Some people are going to say that's against their values and it's not a good business. Other people say it's a great business. Let's do more of it. it like, whatever. You, you If you're going to go into that business, you need to be passionate about creating value for the people who want those products better than your competitors in a way that they'll pay you for it. So that that's the only distinction I would make. And so I think you said it well, solving a real problem. Um, it doesn't have to be like for humanity's Mother Teresa kind of problem, but it does need to be value creation in exactly. the world. Yeah. But, but all of and, this that we are talking about here, transitioning from work to other, from to work for, for people to yourself, or whether you are in business and you are running a business, these kind of things, there's, I'm sure any person would have lots of thoughts in their head so this will lead definitely to some kind of uh, maybe burnout or burning the brain out. So, <laughs> so, uh, <Yeah>. like, uh, <laughs> how to how to deal with these yeah. in a simple way? Because like, it's not good when someone when one when one of us is like cannot do what we want to do anymore, even if it's for a short period of short period or a while. Yeah. Yeah, we want to just. It might take longer time, and we won't do the work necessary to do. Yeah. So to be clear, we're going to talk about burnout, not being baked. That's different. That's a different conversation. So, so burnout, which we can all face, um, it's really easy to fall into the trap of a one-way street towards burnout as an entrepreneur. And here's why: we're passionate about building the business. There's a reason why we started this. We're really excited. And there's this reality that if I don't make money soon enough, I could run out of money and have a real problem. So there's this sense of a ticking time bomb that if I don't reach success, at least at a minimum level by a certain point, this could create a real problem for me. So there's pressure. Okay. So take passion plus pressure. And what we tend to do is work as hard as we can to go as fast as we can and try to control as much as we can to get to that next milestone of making whatever money we need to make. And I, I totally understand that, but here's the thing. Burnout, everybody wants to assume that burnout is caused by what you're doing. Mm. Usually it's working long hours, working hard. Okay. But burnout might be accelerated by working long, long hours, if you're doing 80, 90, 100 hour weeks, yes, it's going to accelerate burnout. But burnout is not caused by what you're doing. It's caused by what you're not doing. Mm. Okay, so so follow me here. 
This is why it's so stealthy. It's why we don't see it until it's too late. Yeah. Working hard doesn't burn you out. Not sleeping will burn you out. Mm. Like working on Saturday doesn't burn you out. Never spending time with any of the people you love and having good quality relationships in your life to feed you and nurture you, that will burn you out, right? Um, taking on risk in your business and having stress, that doesn't by itself burn you out. But if you're not taking care of your body, you're not exercising, you're not eating healthy foods, you're not doing the things that create energy for you, that will burn you out. So, so the tricky thing is, we take the stuff in our life that keeps us healthy and balanced and energized. We stop doing all that so that we can work more. And then what we do is we blame working more for our burnout. But the truth is, it's not about the work. It's about what you stopped doing that keeps you healthy. Mm -hmm. So I tell every entrepreneur, look, you want to work 80 hours a week? Fine. But let's make sure that you're committing to quality sleep, that you're taking care of your body at least, you know, 15, 30 minutes a day, that you're doing something to, to keep yourself healthy. Look at your nutrition. Are you drinking water or are you sucking down Red Bull and coffee all day? Like we've got to manage the system that creates your energy and effectiveness. Otherwise you're going to crash and burn before you get to the, to the threshold. Yeah. That's very important. Like you mentioned, it's, it's a great thing that combining pressure with passion to accomplish as fast as possible. At, at the same time, a very interesting thing that you mentioned here that we are burned out because not of things that we do, things are not doing. So yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. sleeping well is definitely, for example, a big issue here. Yeah, A lot of us uh, suffer with that uh, think, thinking all the time about what happened in our day what we are going to do, be doing tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. So these things uh, consume us and consume our energy in a bad way. So we need to look at things differently and try to improve these kind of things that you mentioned, for example, a little bit of ex exercise here and there. So these things release the pressure a little bit and That's put right. us in a place where we can improve our lives better and not get burned out. That's very interesting thing, actually, that you mentioned here. Because a lot of the talk is about the things that we do. So because if you ask someone, if you ask some person who's passionate about certain thing, or a sport, for example, or, or a certain craft or whatever, they usually don't mind to actually keep doing that for long hours. Or an artist, right. they like want to keep painting for hours, for example. So it's not about that what you are enjoy doing. It's about what you are might not be doing or doing, doing it wrong. Yeah, exactly. And for me, this falls into the category of what we might just say is energy management. Mm. You know, burnout is when you're burning fuel faster than you're filling the tank. And as soon as you get to that point where you're running a deficit of energy every day, then it's only a matter of time before you hit rock bottom. And that's why we need to manage energy very carefully as entrepreneurs. Because if you run out of energy, like we talked about time, time is your most limited precious asset but the only other limited asset in your life is energy everything else you can get more of but you're limited on your time and your energy and so with energy energy management is equally if not more important than time management mm -hmm. because if you're not you talked about things that steal energy like a great example if you have a toxic relationship 
Like you got to cut that stuff out of your life as an entrepreneur. You don't have time for that because if you have a relationship stealing your energy all day, every day, like no go, man, like, you, you got to get that out because you need that energy to, to apply into this high pressure, high passion situation that you're in. So energy management is both paying attention to, hey, have I included the right things to my sleeping, eating, working out, et cetera. And it's also cutting away those like energy vampires, the stuff that steals your energy without your permission, the stuff that drains your energy, even when you're not doing it, right? It's like really important to pay attention to that and be intentional to, to cut it out. And, and this is where working with a coach can be super helpful because, you know, a lot of times those things are blind spots. We don't see it and you need somebody else to point it out to you. Like, Hey, this person keeps coming up in our conversations and you're always pissed off about that. Why are you hanging out with them? <laughs> like, stop, stop doing that. So, you know, this is again, getting that help. We talked about people right at the beginning, great, great mentors, great coaches, great friends help you see these blind spots and prevent the burnout. Yeah. Also discovering these blind spots that you are talking about here is very important and it can accelerate your success, whatever goal that you put yourself to achieve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. So what do you think are some of the tools, resources, or books that you would personally read or look at and recommend other people to read or look at? Hmm. Yeah, there's so many great places to go. I think in the books category, when it comes to starting a business, I like to kind of hit different ends of the spectrum to round out my thinking. So one book that I like is called $100 Startup by Chris Gillibo. And what I like about that one is it changes your mindset around what's possible with very little resources. Like the number one thing I hear, and it's so common is like, well, I can't start a business because I don't have any money. And that book is really powerful to open your eyes to like, do you have a hundred bucks and time on the weekend? Then you could start a business. Okay. So I think that's really, really useful. Another one of my favorites is the lean startup by Eric Reese. And if you have a dream to build a company not just to be a one-man band or a solopreneur, maybe you and a couple team members doing something small and local. Like, There's a, a million ways to put together a business like that. But if you want to do something where you've got a team of 100 or 1,000 or 10,000 people one day, you really want to build something big, to me, The Lean Startup is one of the most important books written about the, the way you approach that type of business, um, the startup culture of that to be successful in that. Um, so I, I think those are two books I would definitely recommend. And then honestly, Hussein, I think the thing that I would say, just because you know, we could do a whole list of 100 great business resources, but here's the thing for me that might not be what everyone says. I would spend just as much time on personal development time as far as books and podcasts and coaching as I do business development. Because entrepreneurship it's not just about how much you know about business. It's going to test you, your own resolve, your own courage. We've talked about that. Like you need to develop yourself as much as you develop your business skills. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is like, you know, the strength of your mindset, your resiliency, your confidence, um, your, your ability to face fear and, and tackle it head on. So finding out what's going on inside yourself is super important. And that's where, 
you know, I would I'd say there's all kinds of places you can go for that, but just make sure you're not only learning about business. You also need to be learning about yourself. Mm, exactly. That's very important to go to the next level in business because as the more you develop yourself as, as a human being, you will go more places in your life and your business, of course. So this is exactly. actually one of the ideas of the Success Grid podcast is combination of business entrepreneurship and business, personal growth. Because when I see a business owner, entrepreneur, you have got to work on a lot of areas. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can be an engineer and be very successful in a company as a extremely introverted, skeptical, fearful, you know, just kind of risk averse person. And you can have a great career, but you won't build a great business <laughs> with that. Right. You can be a, a successful, uh, you know, finance person and hate presenting to people or hate speaking in public. Um, you're not going to build a big company that way. You, you can be a successful, you know, accountant and hate social media, but you're not going to build a successful business that way. <laughs> like, so you're, you're absolutely right. T to be an entrepreneur means you not only have to be deep in your expertise, in your area of genius, you also have to be very wide in your ability to do a lot of things. Yeah. Just to make sure it's not like that we are talking about to be the expert in everything here because that will take a long time. But to That's have right. at least some kind of idea of certain things in certain areas of business and entrepreneurship and in careers. So these kind of things you have to, because you cannot run a company if you don't know anything about accounting, even if you are not an accountant, for example. You have to have the basic ideas. Otherwise, I don't know, maybe they will scam you scam you off money. So... <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you have the risk of other people taking advantage of you for sure. Oh, yeah, but yeah, but even cool. without that, forget about that. Like, you need the basics to be able to make good decisions yeah. for your company, right? And if you always defer to someone else to tell you what to do for your company, like, you don't want that. You need to be smart enough to take what they give you and say, all right, here's the best decision for my company. Definitely. And that's why I agree with what you said 100%. It's it's not good enough to be just aware of these things. You do have to build enough knowledge that you can make good decisions. Exactly. And then hire the accountant to do the deep work, the nitty gritty work, the stuff that you don't need to know about. Like, yeah, that's what a great team is for. And a great accountant will bring recommendations. Hey, you know, Hussein, this is what I think you should do. But you need to be the one who makes the final call and if you always rely on them and it doesn't work, you're going to resent that person. You're going to blame that person. And the truth is, it's not their fault. It's yours. You're the CEO. Yeah. You're the entrepreneur. Exactly. So. so now, for example, how would you like say a final word if I miss something that was important, do you think you can add to this now? The final word, if you want to start a business or you already have, and you want to take it to the next level. This has come up in our chat already, but it really does come down to your willingness to get out of your comfort zone every single day. Because growth, period, does not happen in the comfort zone. Personal growth doesn't happen in the comfort zone. And business growth does not happen in the comfort zone. So if you want to be successful, then you must come to terms with the fact that every day 
you're going to feel out of your comfort zone. It's just like, this is hard. I don't know what I'm doing. This is uncomfortable. I'm scared that I might fail. Yep. Get used to that and and learn to thrive on that feeling because that's exactly how it feels on day one and day 100 and day 1000 <laughs> because we're always stretching to the next the next level which means we're always growing which means we're always going to be out of our comfort zone yeah exactly. and so just get used to it <laughs> like that's that's the journey as i and as i say we are eventually living one life so you are probably not probably like 99 99% of <laughs> you are one one time here so on planet earth so you have to give it a try at least so <laughs> yeah i i here's my thing i'm more afraid of regret than failure mm. so i'd rather fail doing this than get to the end of my one life and regret that i didn't try yeah. So if you're struggling to get started, ask yourself, what do I fear more? Do I do I fear regret or do I fear failure? Which one's driving in my life? And for me, I, I fear regret more. And that's why it's like, okay, let's do it. No, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Zach, where can people get in touch with you, learn more about you? Yeah, if anybody wants to connect, my company is Oasis of Courage, and the website is www.oasisofcourage.com. You'll see the work we do in coaching engineering leaders, and even if that's not you, but you just want to connect, jump onto the contact form, shoot me a note, let me know you heard me here on the Success Grid podcast, shoot me any questions you have, and uh, all the other ways to connect with me, you know, LinkedIn and social media is all there. You can find me. So oasisofcourage.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Zach, for being here today with me on this episode of the Success Secret Podcast. Uh, amazing information, a little bit, not a little bit, actually, <laughs> a completely different perspective, like 180 degrees on things, uh, especially about how we are burned out from the things that we are not actually doing or not think about. So this is a new area of things that we, uh, people can look into. So thank you for being here today with me and uh, have a great one. Hussein, it's such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And I know you're doing amazing work. Keep doing what you're doing, man. It's super cool.